Pickaxe. And welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone. I'm Kirsty. And I am Bryony. Oh my and god. Today, like no other day before, we are going to listen to dreams. What? Oh my <laughs> Try god. Try and work out what is going on what inside is our going brain on. Holes. The dream. Surprise. We don't know what is going on yet, honestly. It's been a yeah, while. this is episode seventy. You would yeah. have thought by now we might have figured it out, but uh, nah. But no, not quite. We've stuck at it for the content. <laughs> <laughs> content. <laughs> um, I completely forgot to mention last time that that was episode sixty-nine. It's okay. I and added a little note at the end. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Sam left that in, but we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> I I had this little like I had a plan for the introduction I was gonna do and everything and then on the day I just completely forgot because it wasn't our normal recording day and it that was enough to throw me right off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're just yeah. we're just we're, we're we're trying to catch up, ready for December because December's gonna be busy. Yeah, it's gonna be a very busy month. So we so have we to, need like, to have like double dreams. We have to yeah. sleep twice as much. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of which, I had uh, my raid in Final Fantasy last night, and yeah. I often have a little cheeky nap before the raid, but I haven't done that in a bit since I started my meds. I've not really been napping, which has been pretty good. Um, but I nipped to the shop to get like a bottle of wine because I was just like, oh, I'm in the mood for a little glass of wine. And then, well, I went to the shop at quarter to seven. The raid started at seven. I arrived back at exactly seven and I logged on straight away. And as soon as I joined the party, they were like, she'll never know. Don't say anything. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And they were like, nothing. We just thought you might have been asleep. How dare you? How dare you? No, I went to get wine. (laughs) I have... Um, um, <laughs> I have a reputation now <laughs> for just sleeping all the damn Sleepy time. Sleepy lady. I can't stop. The Kirsty is eepy. Eepy and eepy to sleepy. <laughs> I do that thing where um, I I would say that I'm I'm an honest person. I don't normally tell fibs, but the one thing that I will lie about every time without meaning to is if ever anyone calls me and they wake me up and they say, did I wake you up? I'll be like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like the only thing that I'll have this real gut instinct of like, no, no. Uh, I don't know if it comes from like teenage years or something. Yeah, probably. Well, that's the thing. Like nobody really calls me. I don't get phone calls from people other than my mum. Um, and I would be like that with her. Like, if she was like, did I wake you up? Are you still in bed? I'd be like, no. But I, I am, yeah. It's 1pm, I'm still in bed. I'm not saying that, though. <laughs> but if, if anybody else was to ring me in the morning, I'd just be like, yeah. Yeah, you were yeah, up. You I'm in bed. I'm so cosy. You got me. <laughs> I'm going to start randomly calling you now. Oh, my God. Nice. See if I can catch you out. The success. They caught me napping. They they caught me napping. You're definitely going to catch me napping. (laughs) I was watching this um, TikTok earlier. I wonder if I can find it. It was basically, oh, it was this word. Was it like snowdling or something? There was this, uh, it was a, um, a word TikTok where they teach you, it's just, you know, they'd be like, the word of the day is blah, blah, blah. And it was um, a word for staying in bed being snuggly. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's a good word. And then I forgot it. So. <laughs> a word for being in bed being cozy. Um, I wonder, it was, it began with like an S-N. Um... But I can't, th- it wasn't like snuggly or something. It was a word I hadn't heard before, but it was, yeah, I was like, oh, 
There's a that sounds nice. There's a Danish and Norwegian word that describes a cozy, contented mood evoked by comfort and conviviality. Uh, but that's not the one you were after. But it's a new word that I've just discovered. Oh, it's not like it's, what is the? I don't how know. Do you say I it? Like hug. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's that. That took the world by storm a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, everyone was about like that. You'd see just like coffee table books that were about. They'd just be called like Hugh. I don't. How do you actually say it? I don't I'm know. <laughs> the thing is, Wikipedia. I'm going to look it up. Wikipedia always has like the pronunciation next to the word, but the way that they write it, it's like I don't know what that says. Like it's like. H Y in brackets O O dash G upside down E. How do I say that? Hugi. Phonetically, it looks like Huga, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. Will my mic pick this up? Huga, pick that up. Huga, Huga. There you go. Huga, like a hug. Huga, like it is like a hug. The Swedish adjective. I'm going to say this horribly wrong. It's spelled M-Y-S-I-G. Describes a pleasant and warm atmosphere of togetherness in a pleasant setting. Ah, ah. And there's a Dutch word, gezellig, which is similar to hygge. Hygge. And the German, gemutlichkeit. The state of warm, friendliness and belonging. Aww. Wait, I've got the, the Swedish one here. I'll play this. Music. Music. There you go. When I went to Sweden, we um I was like, we need to need to have fika. Fika, which is um going out for coffee and a cake with a friend. Ah, which is see, so at first nice. I thought you were saying flicker, which is the Swedish for girl. I was just like, we need you, to need have to, girl. you need to have girl. We need to have girl. <laughs> I'm in Sweden. <laughs> I'm, 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 on, I'm on girl duty now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 don't, I think it's just fika, but it's, um, it's, just, it's just a nice thing. It's just going, going and having a lovely time with a friend and having a cake and a coffee. And I love that. It's so nice. I feel like we need to, like, because obviously back in the day, all of our, like, I was talking about this um, this morning, how someone described English as, like, three languages in a trench coat. Because essentially it's, like, Germanic, Latin, and Greek mm. all sort of mushed in. Obviously we've picked up, like, French words along the way, and but I guess they have the same sort of, like, um, daddy languages. Um, but it it's like, I feel like we don't pick up words like we did back in the good old days of invasions. <laughs> so I feel like we need to do that a bit more because there are so many words like, um, like when we have words, like in German, I think there's a word, like, I've forgotten the name of it now, but it it's like, the feeling of just after it's rained and stuff like oh. that. And I'm like, we don't have these sort of really nice descriptive, like emotional words Very that a lot of languages words. do. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And things like, I guess there are words that we, like schadenfreude, like we're still the occasional little word, but I, I think, I think we should still more. Very British well, opinion. Let's just, let's just make some up. <laughs> Yeah. Let's be like Volo in um, Baldur's Gate or, or Volo in D and D in general. Just just make up words. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just make them up. It's just frustrating how there are so many like lovely, like like Hugo and like all these like cozy, lovely words, and then the words that we add to the dictionary every year. It's like, what have we added now? We've added Yolo or. <laughs> Megalol or something, and I'm just like, why are we at like Menti B? <laughs> Menti like, B. Why are we adding these things when there's such like other better words we could find? <laughs> oh my god! Oh dear. I've just googled some untranslatable words from around the world. Ooh, let's have a look. So there's an Indonesian word. It's just spelled Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well, I don't know how you say it, but I'm just imagining Jesus. 
it's an unfunny joke that's told so badly that you actually laugh. I remember <laughs> you laugh and then you go, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and there's a Japanese word, kyoikumama. Hang on. Kyoikumama. Yeah. A mother who pushes her children to achieve academically. <laughs> oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> there's, in, in, <laughs> there's a Czech word for ringing somebody's phone once so that they call you back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just like me. Aww. Also, sometimes I'll just do that, like, um, accidentally. The, there's an Italian word for the groggy, sleepy, happy feeling you get after a large meal. Food coma. Is what I call it. Uh, but labio ocho. Labio ocho. Labio ocho. That's it. Aww. These are so cool. These are the sorts of words that we need. Yeah. I think we should just take a lot of um, the German words that are just really long and hard to say. <laughs> I, for some reason, and I, I don't... Um, I mean, I like that it's happened, but I don't know how it happened. But I get a lot of, like, not German TikTok recommendations, but I get a lot of German language TikTok recommendations. <laughs> so it's always, like, people who have um, moved to Germany and, oh, there's one guy in particular who's really good. And I find myself, like, I see so many of them now that I find myself being like, <laughs> yeah, it is like that. And I'm like, I don't, I've never lived in Germany. Why do I, <laughs> why do I know this? Like the other day, one of my, um, one of my lovely mods is German and I had gone out and it was slightly cold. So I put on a little scarf and I sent her a picture being like, wearing my little scarf today, very German. <laughs> very she was German. like, ah. Oh. She was like, you need gloves as well. <laughs> so go true. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. There is a word for people that don't deal with the cold very well. Um, oh. But I don't know. Uh, hang on. Somebody very sensitive to the cold is a Spanish word. Friolero. There you go. Ah. But I don't know if there's a German word for it. Probably. I'm just going to learn all of these random catchphrases now. Should just see if we can um, sneak them in casually to conversation throughout. <laughs> There's a French saying that translates to laughing into your beard, and it's just laughing at yourself. <laughs> like if, if you think of a funny memory and just chuckle, that's it. It's you laughing into your beard. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think it's a French saying. Uh, one of my favorite ones is. Um, it's like it's between the pears and the cheese and it basically means it's off the record oh because it was when they used to have like big banquets and there'd be the fruit course and then the cheese course and i think that was when people it's something about there being like a lot of time and they'd be drinking and that's when people were most likely to start saying stuff that they shouldn't really say and it's like oh don't tell anyone blah 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 so it'd be like, oh, it's between the pears and the cheese. That's so thing. cool. <laughs> I like that. There's a, a word that applies to me as well in Japanese. It's called sundoku. And it's someone who, it's it's buying, the act of buying a book, leaving it unread, usually surrounded by a lot of other unread books. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm trying to get better at that. I tried. But <laughs> I've got a bit worse recently. And I'll tell you who's to blame. It's Tim Downey. Because you can't say that. We want to get him on the podcast. <laughs> you can't go like talking shit about him now. <laughs> but he started doing TikTok book recommendations. And I'm just like every book. I'm just like, yeah, I want I want to read that. Yep, that also sounds good. Yep. And I'm just because I've already got all of like my reading list. And now it's like I've just stolen someone else's reading list and merged the two together. And I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> But luckily, well, luckily I do already have some of the books that he's recommended. I've just not got around <laughs> to reading them. So like the other day I was in town mm -hmm. and I was like, if I, 
because I was buying stuff for my Halloween costume and I literally said to myself, I was like, if you buy your costume on time before the shops close, you can go into the bookshop. It's Aww. like a treat for me that I'll go in. But then because I took slightly longer than I thought I would, I let myself go into um, foils instead of Waterstones. If I go into Waterstones, I'm buying like three books. But <laughs> our one in town in Bristol... The foils is quite small, so mm-hmm. the selection is quite small. So there's enough to look at, but I probably won't buy anything. So it was like I treated myself to being around books without Aww. buying any books. <laughs> oh my god, that is I some just love them. Self control you have there. Oh, I, not, I, if I, I had gone I into just... Waterstones, I'm a, I'm a I'm a, a beast. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Well, like I I bought um the oh goodness I can't even remember the I I bought a book and I've I've forgotten already what it was because my memory's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's 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 oh god what is it? It's the series. Um, they had a series recently. Really likes it. It's fantasy. It's literally in my bedroom. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, fantasy or sci-fi? Fantasy. Um, Wheel of Time. I yes, know yes. I bought. I bought the first Wheel of Time book um, a while ago, um, and I actually said to Riddy, and I was like, "I'm going to read it. I'm going to make." This is before I started taking my meds, so I was just like, "Probably going to fail, but I'm going to try and read this book, and I'm going to report back to you my progress. So if I report back to you, then it will make sure that I read it, and then I just haven't reported back to him, and I've not." <laughs> But he hasn't asked. Don't have so. to read it if I don't report. So I'll just blame Rhythian <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I, um, I, I have mixed feelings about Will of Time because it's one of those books that I feel like people say like, oh, by the seventh book, it gets really good. And yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of reading to do. That's, that's a lot. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to read the first book, see how I get on. I I read like a couple of chapters I think like when I first and it was so long ago now that I've kind of forgotten everything but I just remember that yeah. I got a bit of an Eragon vibe like an inheritance cycle vibe from it which is probably not going to make Wheel of Time fans very happy I guess yeah. <laughs> but it, it reminded me a bit of inheritance cycle it just seemed like a very similar setup you know for a story I'll tell um, you what I think you should read. I'm gonna, I'm go on then, go on push then. Push if, the if you tell me, then I'll report back to you and then I might actually read a book. <gasps> I can check in weekly right. on the podcast. Oh. I think you should read The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon because not only is it an amazing fantasy book, it is quite unique in that it is a solo story. It is not Ooh. part of a series. And for me... No pressure. I read so many like, oh, this is the first of 17 books. And it yeah. has that thing of like, oh my gosh, that means because either I'm going to read them and just have to read the others or I'll read one, read like five different books and then be like, I forgot what happened. And now I feel like I have to read the first one again sort of thing. So this being its own solo book, mm-hmm. I feel it's quite rare in fantasy that it's just all contained yeah, and it doesn't leave it on a big cliffhanger. Like Blumen Name of the Wind, where it's like, <laughs> oh, I'll write this book. Yeah, nineteen years later. More. <laughs> like, are you really? Are you really doing it? <laughs> oh my gosh. I yeah, I really want to get back into reading more. I I used to read like all the time. I I mean, I, it was mainly like when I was, I don't know, early twenties, maybe even late teens, and I would just read like. You know, the usual shit. Like, I didn't read Twilight, but I read, like, I, I remember when the Hunger Games film came out. I saw Hunger Games in the cinema, and I was like, damn, this is pretty good. And I went and I just binged all of the books really yeah. quickly. And the thought of, like, doing that now, sitting down and just reading through them, like, blitzing through, I mean, there are three books, only three books, but, like, just blitzing through them, it's just like, why can't I do that anymore? <laughs> I think life just gets in the way. Like I miss having um, like summer holidays, just mm. taking books on holiday That's and the having thing. time to just read. I yeah. feel like 
I get reading guilt now. I'm yeah. like, oh, I should be doing, I should be doing something else. X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, that's the thing. I would always read my books when I went on holiday, like with my mom, like we used to go on like, you know, just like holidays to like Spain and stuff, just sit by a pool for two weeks. And that's the perfect time to read a book, you know? And, yeah. and I would always take, like I had Lord of the Rings was my holiday book and I never read it while I was at home. But whenever I went on holiday, I'd take it and I'd carry on reading it. And I've just managed to sit through the whole book just just reading it next to a pool somewhere and yeah. but then as soon as i get home it's like back on the shelf oh, <laughs> never touch again next year. until next time but now i just don't go on holidays so i just don't read any books <laughs> yeah i set up a book club which is very good for because i was literally reading the same book for about three years i was reading oathbringer by brandon sanderson and I made the mistake, I mean, a lot of people disagree with this, but I made the mistake of getting it in hardback. And essentially, if I get a book in hardback, I'm not going to read it. Something about <laughs> it is like a a stumbling block for me. Really? Like I, the feel of holding it just feels I know weird. what you mean. I, I love having hardback books, but yeah, I do kind of know what you mean. It's like very it's much less like, portable as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's the thing because I like having little. I keep, I keep thinking that the opposite of hardback is a softback, but I guess paperback. I um, guess softback works, sort of. A little, a little soft book that soft, I can. Soft I mean, I do abuse them. I shove them in my bag, but it means I can like whip them out on the bus, or if I've got like half an hour waiting in the office. Whereas if it's a hardback, I feel like, oh no, I must protect you and keep you in your fancy cover and and also just the feel of holding it like Oathbringer was two books combined and mm-hmm. it's so chunky that just actually holding the book it was like its own little workout so yeah I got about two thirds through and then it fell off so when I got the book club and I was sort of forced to read not forced to I chose to but um I'd be reading like a different book every month and it just got me back in the habit of it mm. And then I've I... Just, I've just looked and there's another book by Samantha Shannon called A Day of Fallen Night. And it says that it's part of a series with yes. Prior of the Orange so, Tree. Are they like self-contained? Yeah. So of Prior of the Orange Tree is self-contained, but uh, that one came out only a couple months ago. But I think it's set like 500 years before. Oh. So it's part of the same like world, but I they're sort of independent. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I've read a lot of good books through the book club. Some not so good, but still just the act <laughs> yeah, of reading. I feel that. Nice. Like we, we used to have a book club as well. Um like a few of us from my Discord and I just was so bad. Like I, I it even that didn't get me. Like for the first couple of books I did manage to get through. Um and God there were some bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> but then it got to the point where I was like, oh God, I forgot to read the book. And I would do what I did in school, like and go to bloody Spark Notes and be like, right, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, why am I in a book club if I have to Google what happened in the book? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so in the end, I was just like, I don't have time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. The worst one that we read, though, is still kind of a meme um, between us. And it was... Uh, oh bloody hell the what was it called what was it called my memory's awful because I'm so tired <laughs> um, it was done by one of the guys who did uh, Blackadder hang on Blackadder oh Ben Elton yes uh, Ben Elton terrible book terrible book <laughs> it was Time and Time Again by Ben Elton oh my god that is the most awful, awful book I've ever read in my entire life. And I feel like I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, but it's so bad. <laughs> it's just it's just like you're reading it and you're just like, Jesus, like this is clearly written by some like, I mean, obviously it's Ben Elton, but it's like, God, 
what a what a boomer like I'm just, it's like phone bad yeah. i am i am man i must find woman i found woman she's so womanly and she's breasting boobily oh that yeah, woman over there she's, she's ugly and she's a horrible old hag and I, she should die because she's ugly and it's just like <laughs> and and just the story itself was just so bad it was terrible yeah <laughs> so and there was there was one particular um part in it where you know he 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 finally gets to rendezvous with the mysterious irish uh, fiery-haired woman uh who's who's very fiery and not not very womanly at all oh my god and he just does a couple of paragraphs describing her pubes and it's just like what okay <laughs> <laughs> It's so oh, bad. Geez. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and we all read it and it was just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but it brought us all together. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's sort of like how um, Christmas cracker jokes are like purposefully bad because it's easier to bond people over yeah. a shared dislike of a joke than a shared like of a exactly, joke. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is what I need the word for, what was the word earlier for um, a, a bad joke or whatever it was. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that book, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I don't know if, um, you guys didn't read that one in your book club, did you? No. No, no, no. no. We just had some that were a little bit, um, just a little bit like trashy. Yeah. They weren't necessarily bad, but we read some that I guess were like more young adult. And I guess sometimes it's a bit weird to read a story that's like, oh, I'm like 17 18 and i'm just going out into the world and oh my gosh he's so handsome look at that <laughs> handsome oh oh how i swoon and you're just a bit like oh uh this is weird because essentially you're describing another child yeah <laughs> and it's a, it feels weird that weird <laughs> weird chap. um which is why i only read you know uh sexy vampire novels because they're a good like 400 years old and um, yeah exactly it's fine you guys read um, NPCs, right? Yeah, that uh, one was good. Yeah, I wasn't particularly keen on the the second one, Split the Party, because mm-hmm. um, when our book club got to its second year, we were like, oh, let's do a special thing where we read one of the sequels from the first year. And that one didn't have as much of the charm, but I would recommend NPCs. That was See, that was a good we... One. Um, I, I recommended NPCs to the book club when I was still in it because a friend of mine had read it as well and said that I would like it. And that was towards the end when I was like, I don't have time to read books. So we we got to NPCs. Everyone read it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they all came and did their, their meeting and they were all just like, this is the worst book I've ever read in my really? life. <laughs> yeah, oh. and they were like... Thanks, Kirsty, for recommending this. It was terrible. <laughs> recommending it and then walking out, leaving a, a bad smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we liked it so much that during our book club discussion, we tried to contact the author and really? see if he wanted to join the Discord. Oh, my God. He did not respond. We sent him a photo of Jerry. <laughs> and he never replied. So now we have this ongoing joke in the Discord how there's like a big rivalry between him and, and us. That's fair. That's fair. He a bit hates rude us. to be honest, not replying to picture Jerry. <laughs> oh my god. New enemy made that day. I also um we read Mythos by Stephen Fry as one of our books. Oh yeah. And that's what set off my like big love of greek mythology like um why have you sent me a picture of wither's ass (laughs) 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 i'll try try and power through the next sentence (laughs) um that's what set off my love of greek mythology the book not that and um and then from then on we we would try to we tried to like branch away from it, but we kept on 
accidentally picking books that would somehow relate back. Like I was like, I'm not doing this on purpose, honestly. Like there was one who uh I don't want to spoil it, so I won't say the book, but basically mm-hmm. it's about this character and she moves to a new town and she inherits a house. And then completely unrelated, uh like near the end of the book, she suddenly finds out that she is a descendant of I think maybe like Cersei or Hecate or something. And she, oh. it's all, all these Greek mythology characters start coming in. Uh-huh. And it turns out that, you know, the gods are getting involved. And I was like, I did not do this on purpose. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they kept on sneaking their way back in there. But if anyone wants Greek mythology book recommendations, I can give those. Brian is very good at those. I love those. <laughs> They're my wheelhouse. I've been. I keep on hearing this word wheelhouse, and I don't know where it comes from. I don't know just why. Should I find out? Yeah, they keep saying wheelhouse. it on wrestling. They're just like, "Oh, this is a move that's in his wheelhouse," and I'm like, "What's a what's a wheelhouse? Part of a boat or a ship serving as the shelter for the person at the wheel, but it's also oh. one's one's area of expertise. Why? Where does the expression in my wheelhouse come from?" In the late 1950s, baseball writers and announcers started to describe the area of a batter's strike zone where they have the most power as their wheelhouse. Oh. It's a baseball thing. I mean, I guess, like, uh, I guess that's where you have your most power on a ship is in the, the, the steery bit. On the wheel. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess it's just where you're, where you're good at what you do. Yeah, although I'm not particularly, like, I have a love of it, but I'm not particularly good with Greek mythology, just because there's so many names. I think you're so better many than the average person at it. <laughs> it's because of all the time that I don't spend thinking about the Roman Empire. True. Put it um, slightly further Greek, back Greek instead. mythology instead. Yeah. yeah. Can't tell you anything about the Romans. Roads, viaducts, vasectomies. Mosaics? <laughs> Mosaics. Baths? <laughs> yeah. That's about it, right? That's them. Uh, St. Albans. St. Albans. Is it Verulamium? Is that the, the Yeah, the Ver- Verulamium. Verulamium. I remember I went there on a school trip when I was a kid and I bought an eraser. Oh. That was my, my, my takeaway from the Verulamium. I can't even remember what was there, but I bought an eraser. I've been thinking about this recently. Not not you buying erasers. erasers. But I have to say eraser and not rubber because (laughs) for the American (laughs) listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um I've been thinking about how how much I so basically I feel bad that I did get into Greek mythology so hard when I don't really know much local history. And I'd like to start reading more British folklore. And I have, luckily, a lot of Tim Downey's recommendations are all about (laughs) British folklore. Um, So I will start reading that sort of stuff. But I was thinking, like, I wonder why. And I reckon it's because I'm from a town that, I mean, it was founded in, what, like 1920? Yeah, it's kind of a new town, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, it's such a little baby town. We don't really have any history. Like, a lot of the history... I mean, I've not lived there in 10 years, so a lot of the history was literally like living memory history yeah. for people when I lived there. So it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, I guess we don't have any you, you, of that stuff. Yeah. You haven't said what town it is, have you? So I won't name it. Uh, Unless you, you want can, to name it. You can name it. It's Welland Garden City. Welland Garden that City. that many people think is made up because it sounds... Thus. <laughs> yes. It's the one that everyone knows as a garden city when Letchworth actually came first. Yeah, but Welland's better. Yeah, Letchworth sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Letchworth, though, has the UK's first roundabout in it. Oh. Yeah, it's got a little sign on it that says the first roundabout in the UK. <laughs> well, Welland Garden has a roundabout that's actually a semicircle. Wow. So... <laughs> Who's doing it better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. It's been half an hour. And we've not even talked about a dream yet. Yeah. Should we listen to a dream? <laughs> if you want. I mean, I'm happy just chatting. I don't care. The <laughs> supposed dream podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we could have a little, little cheeky listen if you like. Well, I'm a bit 
scared about this one because Uh-oh. this recording is five minutes long. Do you and know I have what no memory of it. Oh, okay. So Good I apologise for how rambly this must be because I and I can't imagine I was woke up and was succinct for five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have a nap in the middle of it. Let's let's find out. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, three, two, one, go. I had this dream that started after I walked in and Alex was giving the bunnies medicine and I was like, no, I've already done that medicine. I was like, which medicine did you do? And he was like, oh, this one. And I was like, no, no, they're going to have had too much. And I was sort of panicking about that. But then I was in what was meant to be the office and it was just like this canteen and I was talking to Lewis in this little booth and Lewis is wearing like this baby blue, like a hoodie onesie. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you look so so cozy in there. And then I was like, are you cozy? And I started trying to like reach inside it. Um, and he was like, what are you doing? I was just reaching inside, like sticking my hand down the front of it, like, hmm, yes, it is quite cozy. And then uh, someone was watching wrestling and I was like, oh, oh, I've not seen this thing. So I started, yeah. so I just watched the wrestling and I turned around and Simon was there. Uh, and he was sat on this like big chair surrounded by presents, I think, like like a shopping mall Santa Claus. <laughs> but he was drinking straight from this carton. And then, oh wait, he was wearing, I think he must have been wearing like an orange top. And then Tom walked by and he was wearing a green top. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at you. Because on the TV were like two wrestlers who were presenting and they were wearing orange and green. Um, but then Simon came down to like the level I was on and he was drinking in the garden was like this pure white liquid. And I was like, Simon, are you, are you drinking PVA glue? <laughs> And I looked and on the back it said something like ingredient 70% milk and I was like okay he was like no it's milk um that's all I remember of that part because then I was walking with Alex and maybe Kirsty and we saw this house and uh we were, it had like four cars parked on the drive. We were like, oh, this house is so lovely. Um, look at this thing on this gate, I think it was, or the fence. And we went over to have like a closer look. And then when the cars started moving, we were like, oh my gosh, these cars are actually full of people. And it turned out that the house was like a um, refuge house, but it was having to be cleared out. So they were just taking all these people somewhere else. Um, and one of the ladies in the cars was like, is everything okay? And I was just like, yeah, we're just saying what a lovely house you have. And this other lady who was like organizing where the cars were going, she stayed behind and she was like, oh, where you remember it from? I, I suddenly got this memory that I don't know if it was a previous dream, but I, I volunteered. I'd like done an, an induction day to volunteer to be like working in this house and then never done any days there. And um, I was like, oh, what sort of organization is this? And she was like, uh, well, you know, from this time to this time we do this, to this we do this, and then if you're on this duty, you do this. She was like, have you never been on this duty? And I was like, oh, no, she recognizes me. And then we were just walking along together, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll walk home but then, I don't know, I think I got an odd impression from her and I was like, I don't want her to know where I live. So I'm just going to pretend to walk off in a different way and try to l- lose her. 
And I walked past my sister who was carrying a frying pan down the road. And she sort of like caught me at the corner of her and she was like, ah. And then we turned around and she was obviously like, oh, I get the same vibe. So I have to pretend that wasn't like a recognition. And she was like, ah, ah, uh, yes, the, the frying pan. <laughs> and I carried on walking. And we were at like the bottom of the road to my parents' house. And I was walking out the road and I was thinking like, what can I do to lose her? Um, but yeah, then I woke up. The, the end. Bye bye. Buddy oh. Well, there you go. That was Two a dream. dreams in one. A lot of cameos <laughs> in that one. There was. So many people. You maybe were there. Maybe. <laughs> a woman. Can't, can't remember Maybe Kirsty. Sure. <laughs> one woman. I mean... I'm guessing the first part of it must just be Jingle Jam, right? It's got to be, right? Yeah. Simon surrounded by presents. Louis as Santa. in a onesie. <laughs> it's it Jingle Jam. Jingle Jam. I just love the fact that I was just trying to get in. I was like, you look cozy in there, Louis. <laughs> Shame if I were to climb into that onesie. <laughs> Shame if you were to have someone's hand stuck in there. <laughs> Cozy. I can't believe how close Jingle Jam is. Yeah. This year has just flown by. It's crazy. It do be like that. It do be like that. November's a weird month. Because, like, I feel like October, because of the, obviously, like, Samhain Halloween being at the very end of October, I feel like you get all of the build-up of October. And then all of a sudden it's just like, it's like, it's like going up a roller coaster and then November is just when you start plummeting. <laughs> You're just like, wee Christmas. Okay. Year's oh. done. Get out. <laughs> For me this month, like November's the, the calm before the storm or the calm in between the storm because October was so busy yeah. and December's going to be so busy. And now I'm just like, thank God it's October. Uh, it's, thank God it's November. It's just nice and chill i don't oh, have to see, worry like about for anything. me it's sort of the opposite because i'm like i want to do a jingle cats gotta do it in november i want to do secret santa gotta plan it in november we <laughs> want to have comfort zone better record it in november see, it feels like november is the like get it done month so i also that you have take all of december that off. as well but i'm kind of just pretending that we're not <laughs> the things i have to do so we want to record more comfort zones i want to make Christmas presents for people. I the need to think about Christmas presents for family and stuff. I guess, yeah. and I I need to get merch in order as well. And, and I I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do that. I, I now you've made me think about all the things I have to do. Pray Welcome to November anxiety. I hate it. <laughs> Get oh on my, my level. <laughs> when when can I have a rest? Oh. Uh, that week between Christmas and New Year's where no one knows who they are or what's happening. The perineum of the year. The taint. That's when that's when we rest and eat and sleep. And True. only those things. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, bloody hell. Why did your sister have a frying pan? I honestly don't know. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> it was weird. It's like, so I was walking up the road to my parents' house. Because mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this recently. I think were we talking about this recently, actually? How, uh, or maybe it's with Booth, where we were saying that we... Like, I most of my dreams will be in my parents' house. I only yeah. remember one dream that's actually in this house that I actually live in. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, yeah, I guess it's like formative years where they were spent more than yeah. where yeah, you are. It. Mine are always in my parents' house as well. Either my parents' house or um, like old houses that I've lived in. So like I used to live in a pub in Hitchin and uh, I, I often dream about that as well. Yeah. Quite a lot. Or they sort of blend together in my brain. I was like walking home to my parents' house and I remember thinking like, oh, we're going to get there soon. 
And if I'm going to try and like lose this person, maybe I'll pretend like I'll just turn off the turning before and be like, oh, let's just go down here. And oh, I'll see you later. Here I am sort of thing. But but yeah, I don't know why my sister walked by with a frying pan. <laughs> what would a frying pan represent? Cooking, but also a weapon? PUBG style? Yeah. Yeah, like a frying pan. My sister was in my dream last night as well, but that was a very short and sweet dream where basically she was um, <laughs> going out with um, uh, one of my friend's dads and I was saying to my friend, if they get married, I will be your auntie. <laughs> I just woke up like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's a technically true, I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that was because, um, so my niece has a phone now and she sent me a picture on WhatsApp of her mm. Halloween costume and she was a little angel, which well, she is a little angel. Aww. And then this friend whose Halloween costume I saw on Be Real, uh, he was like wearing a very like piratey top that was also quite like white and billowy. So I think the two of them just merged in my head. Yeah. And I think that's why... I, my brain just went do you know I, I went to use a word then and then I realised the word doesn't exist so this goes well, back we to what we are making up words before. today so feel free there needs to be a word for nieces and nephews nibblings that that's what I call them ah yeah a lot, a lot of people call them nibblings it's like the unofficial term I get um, oh I guess because it's like niece nephew sibling amalgamation yeah. ah, I think I, I think it's one of those words that like middle aged women use like you know, like us, like us, like, <laughs> like Holly Bobs. I was going to say like Holly Bobs. I'm like, oh no, Brandy says that. I'm like, oh. well, no, the thing is, I, I only use that because uh, a friend of mine once sent me a message being like, I saw this thing and it um, made me think of something, the sort of thing you would say. And it was a thing that said Holly Bobs. And then I opened the link and all of the comments underneath were like, I hate oh, the word Holly Bobs. People oh. who say Holly Bobs. Only the worst yeah. sort of person would ever. And I was just like, why did you, why did you think I would say that? <laughs> so now I say it because I you make an effort know to it's say seen it as awful. To annoy people. <laughs> it's like yeah, there was a woman I used to work with who would do it too. And everyone was like, I hate it so much. <laughs> It's like how now it comes naturally to me to say jalapenos because I had a friend who hated that. So I'd be like, oh, are those jalapenos on that pizza? <laughs> jalapenos? You could have jalapenos. <laughs> and now I'm like, I genuinely have to think before I actually say the word because I'm like, don't say jalapenos. Oh my God. It's like saying bolognese. <laughs> bolognese? <laughs> Pischetti bolognese, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> With extra jalapenos. <laughs> but yeah, no. Wait, wait, what was the original word we were talking about? Uh, oh, nibblings. So yeah, nibblings. I guess I yes. combined the two of them and was just like, ah, oh, my my nibblings. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, oh, it's I actually in on merriamwebster.com. It's actually a, a, a word on the dictionary. Ah. A nibbling is a gender-neutral term used, term used to refer to a child of one sibling as a replacement for niece or nephew. I wonder, is there like a version for aunts and uncles? Your um, collective word for aunts and uncles. There should be. Parental siblings. Uh, Avunculi. <laughs> Avunculi? Avunculi? What? Oh. <laughs> that makes me are sound you, like a bacteria. Are you <laughs> visiting the avunculi this uh, holiday season? <laughs> what? Gather the avunculi. Oh my gosh. My avunculi include my parents' siblings as well as my grandparents' and great-grandparents' siblings, etc. Derived from the Latin word avunculus, meaning uncle. It takes oh. the plural form that is different from the regular plural for uncle in Latin. However, it is similar and consistent with the use of alumni as plural of alumnus, which applies to men and women. See, this is something that I feel is, again, quite lacking in um, English, which other countries and languages do a lot better. Because I know in, like, Swedish, you'll have different names for, like, an uncle on your mum's side and a uncle or an auntie on your 
dad's side as well as like oh right i think with grandparents as well it's something like like i can't remember the actual words sorry sweden but it's and like mosfar or something is like your mother's father sort That's of thing cool. and, it, and it just makes more sense and i know um with like malaysian as well i think that goes into i think there's even more detail when it will be like your first uncle on your mother's side and stuff so there's like a real you, everyone will know exactly who you're referring to so yeah. i think whereas we have like my uncle and it's like are they a blood relative are they on which side i don't know they're all <laughs> just uncles um, apparently pibbling is also a thing but i i feel like, like that parental sibling yeah <laughs> but the thing is like nibbling sibling pibbling it 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 yeah. sort of it makes you think of children right so if you talk about your aunts and uncles as your pibblings it's like it My makes siblings. them sound like you're going to visit I don't know, like like your nieces and nephews, like kids, you know? Yeah. Piblings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call them my avunculi. Yes. I'm, that's what I'm putting in my, my, my Christmas cards. Dear <laughs> avunculi. <laughs> oh, dear. That's so weird. Oh, we're running out of time, but I had a dream the other day. Um... I didn't record it, but would you like to hear yeah. what, I re- what I remember? I don't remember a lot, which is why I didn't record it. But all I know is there were two different parts of this dream. The first part was that I was in some sort of Final Fantasy game, I think. Um, and I mean, it wasn't really. My brain was just like, you're in Final Fantasy. Um, and it was like in a big ocean and there was a big hole in the middle of the ocean like and all the water was like cascading down and at the bottom of this hole was a giant gubu do you, do you remember the gubus from final fantasy 14 yeah gubu like the, the big boys with the lovely little bumps <laughs> yeah um and they're my favorites i love gubus so there was a giant gubu and he was like the boss at the bottom of this uh big hole and i me and like other members of the party were at the top on some sort of building about like sea level and we had to like parkour around the 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 terrain and sort of like there were like little ledges that we had to climb on like assassin's creed style and then i finally got to the end of it and i had to jump into the big hole so i did a big yump and me and like the rest of the party were falling down into this big hole and i managed to land in the water and most of the others managed to land in the water but there were rocks at the bottom of the hole as well. So two of them ended up landing on the rocks. And the first one, I think, was... It was probably like one of the male Final Fantasy antagon- uh, protagonists. So like Cloud, for instance, yeah. landed on the rock. And it's like, oh, he's dead. Rest in peace, Cloud. And then the second one to land on the rock was Squall from Final Fantasy VIII, which is the one I'd played with Rhythium recently. And I was like, oh, no, Squall's dead too. <laughs> but then he stood up and it was like, oh no, but it's the end of the game. It's a happy ending. He's alive. Yay! <laughs> and that was it. Oh. <laughs> but then there was another part of the dream which was completely separate where I was in my bedroom and my mum was, for some reason, making me look after a bunch of kittens and a bunch of little baby piggies. Um, and like she just kept putting them in my room and I was just like, for God's sake, these aren't my responsibility. Please stop leaving them in my room. <laughs> and I I came out of my room. This was in my parents' old house, obviously. And my sister was sitting on the staircase. Like the way the landing was in this house, it was like you go up the stairs and the landing was just a square. And on the left was a door. In front of you was a door. On the right was a door. Um, and the one directly in front of you was my bedroom. So I came out of that looking at the stairs my sister was sitting there and she had a glass of wine and she was really aggro and she was just laughing as she turned the glass of wine upside down and just let it spill on the carpet and just left it there upside down I was just like wow that's really not cool (laughs) um and I was like mum have you seen what she's doing like she's just like stained the whole carpet with red wine and (laughs) and my mum didn't really react and I was just like okay this is weird and then I just had a full-blown like anime fist fight with my sister on the stairs because she was so horrible. Oh my gosh. Um, and then when I went downstairs after the, our lovely fight, the cats were all down there, the ones that were in my bedroom, but they'd found weapons 
So they had just like little guns and one of the little baby ones came up to me with a tiny knife and I was just like, good for you. Good, good for you. And we were all just laughing because it was like, they found little guns. Look how cute they are. <laughs> and so oh they were just gosh. cats running around with weapons. <laughs> they were holding them with their tails. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this is sort of fitting for both of us then because I, I thought, well, I'll look up sister and see okay. what that could mean. So is yours an older or younger sister? Older, yeah. All of ah, my sisters okay, so are this older. is fitting for both of us. So in general family, it says the family is the first basic security image that a child has. Often through circumstances not within that child's control, that image becomes distorted and dreams will either attempt to put this image right or will conform the distortion. Oh, confirm the distortion. Oh. Um, so... I was thinking the first basic security image, I guess in my dream, I was a bit scared and I thought of my sister mm -hmm. there with a weapon. So that makes sense. You are fighting your sister. So I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> You're fighting security. <laughs> that that makes, makes sense. sense. Makes sense. Uh, sister. It says... The sister in dreams usually represents the feeling side of ourselves. We have the ability to make links with that side of ourselves through being able to understand our sister's personality. So is there something about, do you have a similarity with your sister? My sister's a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> very similar. So yeah, though, we're, very, we're very similar. <laughs> I mean... Me and my sister. I don't think I would do that with the wine, though. That was just out of order. Yeah, because then you've got to also pour white wine all over it to balance yeah, it to out. Yeah, sort of balance it, make it a nice rosé carpet, you know. <laughs> um, but for me, it says, if older, uh, the sister stands for capability. So I guess I saw my sister with a frying pan, because to be honest, if I was going to choose a weapon... It's most likely to be, you know, I'm, I'm not like a a, a cowboy or a mm -hmm. or a samurai. I'm a samwise, and I would Get that hit something pan. with a pan. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that if, would be... if you had to grab a weapon right now, like if someone busted into into the room, what would you grab? I mean, it probably well, I well, I'm at my computer, so I guess I don't have a frying pan here. True. Uh, what do I have around me? What oh, there's have? like a little um, stone rabbit model that is a candle Ooh. holder. I'd probably grab that. <laughs> I have a glass bottle and a craft knife. <laughs> no oh, one's wow. getting by me. <laughs> You're a lot more prepared than I'll, I like, am. I'll smash the bottle on the, on the table and just like have like a shiv. I'll be ready. Maybe I should start keeping a frying pan upstairs in the room. Yeah, maybe. Or just offer them some of your desk biscuits and they'll back down. Oh, I do have um, chocolate balls on my desk. Oh, I could offer them some chocolate balls. They're meant to be like a vegan version of a Lind... Linduta. Linduta. Ooh, Lindor. Lind. Uh, but I've not tried them yet. Ooh, let me know. I love Lint. Lint is so good. Yeah, I'm hoping that they stand up. I had... Uh, the company is called Mummy Meeks. Um, and they also do like a vegan version of Freddo's called Billy, a Billy bar. A um, Billy bar. But I've never had a Freddo, so I can't is compare. He, is he but a it frog? was nice. Freddo's just frog shaped. Like, have you had dairy milk? Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah, Freddo's just dairy milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Billy was nice. I enjoyed oh, Billy. That's good. Um, but yeah, I guess. It's interesting that it was a frying pan because I guess maybe that's capability in that I would stand up for myself, but also I like cooking. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. So I love that we both go. dreamt about sisters and weapons. Yeah, that's yours cool. were slightly feistier weapons. I feel they were, they were, <laughs> but they were wielded by kittens, so it's okay. Yeah, they wouldn't do anything bad. My sister could beat me up, so she's, she's very strong. I think I'd beat my siblings in a fight. Maybe not my ah. brothers, though. But my sisters, yeah, I'd kick their butts. Oh, my sister would win, hands down. 
She is... We're very opposite. Um, we get along very well, but she's very sporty. And I am not. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with my brothers. Like my my older brother, like he lifts, and it's like, yeah, he's he's a he's very big. He he would I would not be able to fight him. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, I genuinely like I I use a kettlebell like every day, but it's to hold the kitchen door open. <laughs> Because the cute bunny doorstop we bought was not heavy enough. So uh, the kettlebell does it. So occasionally I lift it, but yeah, just, just, just to close it slightly. Yeah. Fair, fair. So that's my, oh, that's my, my workout. Oh, dear. Well, well, there we go. On that note. On that note. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Kirsty for a lovely Thank chat. Thank you. It has been a lovely chat. I just want to keep chatting. Yeah, do an extended episode. Oh, we just stop and then start and record, you know, another we'll week. Another one. Then we're... <laughs> but I have well no ahead. dreams, so I have to go and do my homework Yeah, now. that's true. We've run out of dreams now, so we just have to stop. <laughs> just uh, have a nap and then come back and do and another episode. reconvene. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> or do a live nap episode. Record the honkshu and the and the mimi And the mimis. Hmm. Well, thank you everyone thank you, for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. bye-bye.